When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There was a couple ladies that were in that bar and I told them what I was about to go do. And I said, I got like $20 in ones and I gave it to one lady and I got $20 of ones and I gave it to the other one, my own money. And I said, look, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna try out next door. I'm like, y'all come in there and throw this money I just gave you at me. So it, even if I bomb it, it'll make me look good. So, <laughs> so they, they, they sprayed this money on me and then the owner of the club came up to me and he goes, the lady seemed to really like you. Do you want to uh, start with us uh, this weekend? And I was like, man, I just hustled this entire game. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yo, at his Ladies and gentlemen, we got a very special podcast for y'all today. We are bringing on our very first virtual guest, all the way from Dallas, Texas, the Dallas Cowboy. <laughs> Texas Trav. Texas Trav. Yeah. What's going on, my, my boy? <laughs> hey, hey, man. Thanks Bro, for having me on. How have you been? Have some devil, you gingerbread man. I love it. There's, there's guys that we gotta gotta maintain a way to stay in touch at by all costs. Whether it's uh, getting together for somebody's birthday or uh, yeah, reminiscing on some old stories, you know. Yeah, even absolutely. Mile, even miles away. Miles away, you gotta stay <laughs> no in touch pun, with no the with the Magic Squad, man. Absolutely. So, so how's Texas, man? You guys, I know that you guys have like kind of leaned up on the whole COVID nineteen like lockdown thing. And then, like, the news has been saying that it's, like, the outbreaks have been kind of crazy lately. So how, yeah. what's your, been, what's so your experience weird. been like, man? You, you t- I talk to so many people a day that have different views on it, where yeah. whether they think the masks are silly or whether they're, like, you, sh- you should wear them. And then, of course, we were the first to really reopen right. everything. Yeah. So everybody was happy about that, but that also means we're the first ones to find out if uh, it was safe enough to open up or not. Right. Yeah. Some people are still paranoid about it, and some are just happy that restaurants and stuff are open. But uh, We I use Texas as a guinea pig. I have, uh, certain areas I go to and don't go to other places unless I have to. Yeah. Absolutely. I heard it was uh, like a like a party or something. 18 people at like one birthday party or occasion in Texas all yeah, got COVID. Like from it, just having I a birthday. Was that true? I don't, I don't know if that was like a if that was a um, like a baby shower or what it was, but it's the they let us open up, and I mean those kind of people are the ones that are making us look bad. But I mean, some people are doing it right. Some people just don't care, I and mean, that's what's going to close. Yeah. I mean, you keep people cooped up for so long, bro. They just want to, like, do everything that they did before this thing even happened. It's just like, no, nah, like, people are, like, in this secluded spot for so long. It, it almost feels like they don't know how to act in society again. And they just, they're very it's, overzealous, maybe, at times. It's, it's crazy because the second, you know, the second they did reopen, 
everybody's been so upset because they've been all cooped up inside. And then the second that they do open, you know, we have this whole, you know, you have the riots and everything. And so people are already upset and they've been locked up. And then this is happening and you see some messed up stuff in the news. So it's just poking the bear, man. It's just like, Shit. Yeah. Aside from all that chaos, though, how, how's uh, how's life been, man? It's been pretty good, man. I mean, I've been I've been spending a lot of time still staying in the gym, and um, I'll, I'll every now and then I'll visit the hometown and visit family and stuff. But in between, uh, you know, spending time in the gym, I still I'm with the I'm with a talent agency here in um, here in Dallas. It's not you know L.A. but they uh, they have somebody dedicated to finding things that I might fit, whether it be a uh, there was a, a you a know little jack. things that draw your eye to, to download. Yeah. They're like we need a fishing cowboy. Like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so for everyone that don't know, Texas Travis I mean, started his acting career. <laughs> there was another audition that was like it's a it's a credit school commercial, and you're gonna come in like. Uh, like you're the the boyfriend with the high credit score and she has a low one and you want to go get some ice cream baby and i'm just like yeah, dude just keep giving me these auditions that was the script one, one is you know it's not a matter of if it's just when you know but yeah yeah but you've really but been it, enjoying uh acting like that's something ever since uh like end of tour you really have been like really stressing that that's something you wanted to pursue you know more than anything yeah, so yeah. i mean i i try to i try to put it in my head is you know there's some people that'll do 20 or they'll do two auditions and they'll get disappointed because they didn't get one or they'll do 20 and then they'll give up but that 21st one might have been the one you know yeah like, yeah absolutely like you just you got to keep doing it you can't like get all disappointed and stuff you know miles knows i didn't give up till he brought me on the group i wouldn't yeah. Oh man, this okay. Yeah, that's a good story. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's take it back for all the fans From who America. don't know how uh, how Travis got mixed up with the Magic Man. This man was relentless. <laughs> Let me just say, he was relentless. He found me on Instagram, Facebook. He found my LinkedIn. He found my old MySpace page. He found everything and messaged me on there. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know it was more than like a couple of social media he, he, he emailed me. He submitted like five applications. Every like couple weeks, I get a follow-up. Hey, I'm still looking for... A, a job with you guys. I would love to be a part hey, of it. Hey, and then Romeo one day, knows, the, Romeo knows he he knows the, the the smaller groups we used to be with, and we wanted out of that. We felt yeah, like we could be at a higher level. Yeah, well, you were you were, uh, you were That's another story we got to tell too. That's yeah. another story we're gonna tell too. But yeah, the, uh, you were persistent with it, and like then finally all the stars kind of lined up for you, and I was like, the opening kind of came. And you were on top of my mind because you were so in my face all the time. I was like, you know what? Let me just give this guy a call, man. Brandy at his finest. I don't know about this guy, but I'm going to give him a call and see where this goes. And then... Y'all, y'all, y'all was like, get a passport. And I was like, what? I was like, get a passport. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're going to Canada. We're going to Canada. Wait, so what were you doing at the time? Do you remember? Was it, oh, say, my say that story. I, uh, See, I was with that smaller group, and I went and uh, auditioned for a, a bigger group that does, like, House of Blues and stuff. I won't name them. But they didn't bring me on right on the spot. One of the and Vegas like, groups. Well, mm-hmm. 
the group I was with said, you can go audition. Your spot will still be locked in to come back if you don't get to that higher tier. Mm-hmm. And I went to go join them. I even drove three hours to get back on the road with them. And they said, oh, well, we replaced you with two other dancers. And I was like, y'all are some hoes for that. And, and I was That's like, some so, hoes shit. So That's I, crazy. All I could think of was like, I wanted to keep entertaining. So I took it to uh, – I went to Ohio with a group for like a week and then I went to even Vegas and I did that like one weekend and I was like, like whenever they did have like lap dance offers, the guys in the room just like swarmed to the, the only woman that walked in the room like flies on shit. And I was like, golly, give this woman some breathing room. She's like, like hyenas. And then I, man, I was just like, I was like on my knees. I was like, man, I got an email from Miles and I was like, no, no shit, no way. And then, like, I told my mom, was the first person I told, and she was like, well, be thankful for that. I, I don't know if you if you thank God for that, but thank somebody for it. <laughs> 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 uh, like, that was a miracle, boy. <laughs> and then when I was told, like, the choreography's a little harder, I was like, it's time to, like, really do some homework. And then that's when Rook in the basement in Michigan and all that, I was really... Yeah, yeah I, I got to say that even when we were in that Airbnb in Waterford uh, Township, this man really wanted to get... And it's so crazy because, like, I know people that try yeah. and try and try, and when they don't, they don't get it, yeah. like, the first, second, third time, whatever, like, they just they give up. It's just right. like, you know what? I've tried this enough. I cannot do this anymore. I'm done. Yeah. But this man, Travis... Even no matter how long it took him to learn something, he was always eager and in his mind and motivated to be like, I'm going to get it done no matter yeah. how long it takes. Now, me. I remember you know, and saying that's so respectable. you were uh, you were practicing out in the driveway by yourself. You know, and oh, I, I remember we did it in the rain. Dude. Yeah, you were yeah. just trying to yeah. get yeah. catch up to everybody else, you know, even though you might not learn as quickly as possible, but you put in the extra hours to make sure that you got up to par. Absolutely. That was one thing I looked at. I was like, okay, I like that. I yeah. like that a lot, and that shows, you know, great potential, you know. Well, and uh, I mean, it's next level stuff, man. So, I mean, yeah. it, ain't, it ain't like no, no rinky-dink thing, like, you got to be crispy and sharp with the stuff. So, yeah. you know, I really, I really tried to, you know, do all I could. I mean, like, there's still some stuff that, you know, it's kind of. You remember that phone me. call? Give me time, I'll get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You remember that phone call? The oh, phone we call we had, the first phone call before you came out. So, just to kind of a little backstory for the audience is like, um, so early 2017, I want to say, late 2016, we were looking for two new guys. That's where I found Romeo and I found Travis. That's right. <clears throat> Gave them both a call. You know, Romeo was real smooth about it. <laughs> He's like, hey, what's good? He's like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll make it out there. We'll be there. And I remember. Having the phone call with you, I'll never forget it. You, you can tell you're, you're from your point of view. Because um, <laughs> you always tell You know, Romeo, you can ask Romeo. Was, when we were in that basement, we were trying to practice Rain Man or whatever. I was like, Romeo, I feel like I got it down, man. But, like, I like I want to be on that bus when it leaves. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like, I remember. Staying that little camper with the. With the uh, yeah, uh, we was in that cold ass camper. Yo, it was so fun. It was crazy because we didn't have much when we came on. So it was like we both were literally in the same position, but just in different backgrounds. Coming into this this new journey with like nothing really. It's just yeah. like 
what's up bro like we understand each other like we kind of in the same place and we don't have much so it's a camper that's cold yeah. to stay the night and as as long as we need it until like the bus until the tour bus got here and arrived and left so man we would never forget them times but we would have those mile long walks to the gym oh, every day to go work out and then oh, come back to the camper I was talking to, I forgot who I was talking to, it was like a day or two ago, and uh, I was talking about one of the first tours that me and you went on, and uh, every time we would park the bus somewhere, we most, we'd always be around the gym, but uh, we, for some reason, Ross was like the go-to to go find whatever you needed for what was missing for your wardrobe. So me and Romeo went out on a journey to go find a Ross, and we crossed some highway, and I swear these like semis were going like. <laughs> yeah, I remember. You just see, you just see me and Romeo run across the street like Frogger, <laughs> get to this like Ross, and and then like then I that's when that Post Malone song "Congratulations" was was popular, and I was like, Romeo. We not only did we make it across the highway, but we made it on the Magic Men. And I played that song. And we yes, we was getting lit. Congratulations. Yes, bro, that was good yeah. times, man. Good, good times. Time. <laughs> we was getting our cardio in heavy. Dude, well, I remember day. when I called you. This is like honestly, that call with you was like kind of a wake up call for me too, because when we uh, were starting out, I didn't realize kind of how much we have progressed. Until I had that call with you because I didn't, you know, from the outside looking in, Mm -hmm. I don't know what our perception is to other people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like at all times we're just getting started. I feel like we still got a long way to go, you know. But then I remember having that phone call with you and just like, I'm I'm going to kind of call you out here a little bit. (laughs) You you were so nervous on the phone. And I didn't know why you were nervous. And, like, your, your voice was cracking, and, like, this was a big deal to you. And I was like, man, we must have really came a long way. I was like, we're really looked at from the outside in, like, the group yeah. to be a part of. Like, where we started, like, I didn't even realize we'd reached that yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Until I had that conversation with you. And then I was like, wow, we need to, like hold up to that standard and really continue to push it into this direction because there's people out here that are really looking at us yeah. a certain way. You know what I mean? Your it's, voice it's is cracking. Kind of, you were, like, so nervous. I was like, wow. I, I never really <laughs> saw – I never really put things in perspective because I thought we still had a lot long way to go. I mean, it's kind of like every time I go back – this is what Troy says – Every time I go back to Longview or my hometown, I still don't see it as like a, a big city. But every time I go there, there's a little bitty dance hall there. And uh, everybody, when I'm in town, like everybody wants to come up and ask me, how's it been on the road? Because it's not something that somebody from my town goes and does. And, mm-hmm. and I start to tell them about it. And then they'll say, oh, yeah, man. I, I thought about doing that too, man. Like I, I kind of like, like, as if it was something that if they wanted to do it, they call you up and be like, hey, I'm ready to go. You know, I'm like, there's like a lot that goes into it. Oh, uh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. No. They wanted some status. You remember what, what you, you were doing? doing? You want to tell people what you were doing when you got that phone call from us? What was it? Oh, yeah, the haircut. So what happened? I was on the outskirts of Dallas. And I don't I, I lost Carinas or something like that. And I was getting a haircut, and uh, I was like, so I don't know if I, I couldn't have had your number saved, I don't think. Yeah, 
And it was a weird number, and I, I like stepped out just in case it might have been something important. And got, thank God it was. And I stepped out with like a halfway shaven head, like a like a half. <laughs> you were half right in the middle of your haircut. <laughs> He's like, I gotta go. Like, but but it's it's cool though because like in the process before coming on, like I I'm, I'm excited about it, so I'm like, I want you to know like. If I do get that call right now and it is who I think it is, I'll leave you a good tip on my haircut. <laughs> like, like, a cel- like a celebrate thing. And like, yeah, man, I was I was excited about it. I was, yeah. So in and case anyone knows, this man left mid-haircut to go and accept the call from Miles to get the acceptance and the confirmation that he was coming to be on tour. And well, for anybody, yeah, anybody that, that gets up mid haircut to yeah. have, to answer a phone call, it's a confident man. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take this opportunity. I'm gonna make the best of it. Mid haircut, yeah. Mid haircut. Come to, out to the rehearsals to Detroit. How you were you there when he showed up? Well, uh, you talking about the, at the <laughs> I, house? I knew. Yeah, at the I house. Oh my gosh, we gotta bring up that story. story all the time. Okay, so you weren't there, but I always hear every time we're like. <laughs> Everybody's like, man, that Travis guy, he's a character, man. He he showed up at three o'clock in the morning or some shit in a in a full suit from the top to bottom with a cowboy hat and a fucking full suit and a just his luggage. Yeah. I'm here for it was, the magic. It was the man. <laughs> I'm like I'm like hey, well, we talk about good, leaving a good first impression to uh Michigan. And I had this suit that I brought with me. And, I, dude, I looked like the fucking pilot of the plane. Like, you would have got me mistaken for the American It was a sharp pilot. suit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, Can you just imagine him on the flight? Bro, in yes. The middle, in the middle seat in a suit. You know, between just two regular-ass people. And just, like, in a suit with his like, cowboy hat. <laughs> waiting, <laughs> waiting for his audition with management. <laughs> If I, if I went to a bar at the airport and sat down, they'd probably be like, uh, was it a long flight? Uh, do you want a drink, sir? And, but anyway, no, Rook, Rook, no, it's actually Zach that answered the door, but I got yeah. huge. It was uh, Zach, not Rook. Yeah. And they just like looked at me like, and, and that was the hardest of all the guys. You know, like when I look at a flyer of Magic Men before I met any of y'all, and I'm like, all right, which one of these guys am I going to have a problem with? I'm like, I know I'm going to have, I know I'm going to have a problem with one of these guys, or they're just going to hate me for no reason. And I was like, the guy with all the tattoos, he looks like a dick. Vinny, <laughs> Vinny, this is what I said on the, I said this on another podcast that when you there's there's certain people in our group that when you look at them like you almost prejudge them and yeah. Vinny is that guy yeah. that you totally get the wrong impression of, of when you first look at him cuz he's so big yeah. that all those tattoos is super intimidating looking yeah. Yeah. but then what he's nice he was a nice absolutely nice man i love Vinny so much absolute bro. nicest for one real. he's like the whole spirit, man. Was the nicest one and it wasn't until like a week into uh, me and Romeo coming on and, and trying to get a feel of things that I was like, when am I going to make friends with Rook? I'm like, what, what does he have against me? That Like, what the hell? And I the had Rook? a package of meat delivered to the Airbnb that was all pre-frozen. So I didn't have to go to the grocery store. And, and we had, there was a lot of dry ice left over. And so everybody else was asleep and, and me and Rook just got 
Bill Nye, the science guy, like experimental with this shit and started like playing with this dry ice and started doing it, started making noises. And that's when me and him became friends. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, hell man. yeah, bro. Plug uh, at uh, the Rook, man. We miss you too, brother. Yeah, we're going to have him on the podcast yeah, too, actually. Absolutely. And speaking of Vinny, we're going to have him on the podcast as well. Absolutely. And actually, I just got a text from Vinny today. If he, if he sent you the same text, do not say anything. We'll reveal it on the podcast. But I got some big news from Vinny, bro. Oh, we can't talk about it right now. I don't want to talk about it. I feel like he, he should be the one that announces it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you, though. Right, I was going to say, yeah. I don't know. Oh! Well, that's yes. just not fair. I can't see. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll show you too, but don't say anything because what? I want. He needs to be the one that announces well, thought, it. Oh, so you, they can't okay. see it on mine? That's they crazy. No, they can't see it. Wow. I don't know if you can read it. Ooh. Any. Yeah. Yeah, bro. We got to keep it a secret for now. We got to yeah. keep it a secret. But don't worry. We're, we're not trying to tease y'all, but like it's just one of those things I had to bring up because Vinny got brought up. Oh, my God. We're going to bring him on the podcast, yeah. too. He'll this be the one news. that announces it. This is news. Good news, man. Yeah. <laughs> so wondering what's going on. Big fella. Yeah, yes, sir. So tell us about yo, your first ever tour with us. Like You actually made it on tour, right? And let's just go with your first time on stage. Do you remember what that was like? Oh man, it was still it was it was it still was navy, but it was like, oh man, hey, just to be even like the that corner. So I didn't even have my own act or anything, but I was like, I'm okay with that. Like we'll we'll get there. We'll get we'll get there another day. I was just like, just gotta take gotta make waves, take baby steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once I once I had the okay to go, I was like, all right, we gotta do this right so I can be in the one tomorrow too and uh, also I wanted to be part of the, the hot seats thing to see what that felt like because you know I've, I've been in a crowd before but what I've been in a crowd of 12 women before <laughs> yeah and it's a lot different than that and I just like I wanted to get it down because I know that it's these are big venues that that some pretty important people have been on stage, you know. Yeah, like absolutely. It's like a big, it was a big jump from what you were doing before to like with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's a, I don't think there's not one other group that performed on those stages like we did. No, yeah. no, hundred percent, bro. Because the first, even the first moment, I went on stage, I felt exactly what you felt, bro. And I was just like, I knew about those other groups, and I'm just like, I'm talking about the higher scale ones or yeah, whatever crazy. that means in terms of this industry. But yeah, yeah. I was just like, there's nothing else that is even remotely close to what we're experiencing. You know, well, you know why that is, man? It's because of like the group that we created. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the connection that we create with the fans. Yeah, like no other group does that. You know what yeah. I mean? And baffles yeah. me because like that's the whole point of like this whole thing. Yeah, is it's for, supposed to be for Absolutely. for women? You know what I mean? So I'm Absolutely. just like. But you know, and that—that's a direct you, you testament forget. to why you see the yeah. crowds that we. Yeah. Absolutely. You forget that, like, if it's something you like, man, you—I forget that I'm even getting paid for the shit. Man. Yeah. I'm yeah. Doing it, and then I don't even know, and then you know that's that's when it comes, and uh, and you know, especially with the whole cowboy act thing, just to to be in that, like, I was like, oh god, we, we're about to go fuck wild. He said, I'm in my element, baby. Yes, yeah, sir. Trying, I wasn't, not like I was trying to. It, like, for instance, like Miles is like, you know, when you do your act or whatever, you, you seem to stick your tongue out. Like, why don't you, like, 
keep it in more often. And like, <laughs> I, legit, like I, I legit tried. Like, I tried. <laughs> Wait, are you I'm talking about the lumberjack? Which one are you talking about? The cowboy hat. Right? The cowboy hat. Oh, I think I remember. Yeah. Well, all of them. He would all, yeah. This is persona, period. Being in it with the thug out, it's just like he tried. I'm like, bro. That's just his energy. <laughs> now, you had great energy on stage, bro. That's the yeah. one thing I love. You had really good energy in the crowd. You were funny during hot seats. You mm-hmm. had, like, your little tricks. You know, the the little uh, the glasses. The yeah. Little, Not just on stage, though. Off stage, too, thing that bro. You like, do. seriously. You play to the camera it's a lot. Still, it feels so great because, like, when I'm done with, with taking the glasses and cleaning them, I'll, I'll lean down in, like, grandma's ear. Or I'll lean down and I'll like... <laughs> Now, now you don't have to go get. You don't gotta go to the eye doctor and get your. Stupid. <laughs> 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 he would always play it out so perfectly with the little, just brushing it on her little. Uh, what was that shirt or face? And then no, he'd, on be, he'd brush it on his. He brushed it on that and then just put it on. And he'd say, yeah, put it on. Yeah, no, that always got a reaction from the crowd. It was funny. It was clever. Uh, yeah, I think we <laughs> lost Travis for a second. It looks like a Reno 911 episode. Oh, we got oh, it. There we go. <laughs> it was funny. It was clever. Yeah, and it worked. You know what I mean? It was. It was. Uh, it was creative. Mm-hmm. What, what was some of like was? those? We all have taken turns telling some like crazy stories on the road. Like mm-hmm. I, I tell a story about how I almost got shot in New Orleans because I went to go hook up with some girl and her her friend took us to her ex boyfriend's place. That's crazy, <laughs> bro. Banging on a window. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. It was insane. That's in uh, what episode? I can't even remember what episode. Yeah, it was in one of them. Back there. <laughs> I got, I got one. You got one? I know you got to have one. We all got one. Shit. Yeah. I don't know if I told you this one or not, but I, I think Christian was there for it. I don't remember who else. Uh, when I was on the road, I, I had a girl. I had a girlfriend at the time. So, um, gosh, temptations there. There's so many pretty girls. It's, you know, it's just there, and there. We did a show like on a Sunday, so it wasn't too big of a crowd like we normally do. But we went to a bar, the only bar open afterwards, and there was a couple girls at the bar that did not come to the show, so they did not know why there was four handsome-looking guys all hanging out together. You mean and, three uh, plus you? Yeah. A little sloshy, and uh, so we're about to go to the next bar that has like ping pong, darts, and stuff. And these two girls start to follow me, Christian, and I can't remember who else was with us. But these two girls were like, hey, my, my friend wants to take a picture with you. And I was like, I was like, okay, well, we're going to the bar. You can catch us over there and we can take a picture there. And then, um, and then she was like, you don't want to take a picture with my friend? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. And I'm like, I'm like, because I have a girlfriend, so I'm not going to try to like feed into this. And, right. Uh, she goes, why don't you want to take a picture of my friend? And I go, hon, trust me, you don't want anything to do with me. Like, I, I promise you. Like, and she's like, well, why not? And I go, I have a little, I have a little, little pecker. And she, <laughs> and she goes, she goes, yeah, that's what one's probably with a big one would say. <laughs> and then and Christian, Christian looks at me and he goes, did that really just work? Christian <laughs> <laughs> had an enlightening moment. A light bulb went off. And was, he wasn't even trying. trying to, like you seriously wanted to just like curve the girl, and ended up pulling her in closer because of that statement alone. 
That's a yeah, trick. That is find, a trick. She just wanted to find out at that point. Well, because then <laughs> they can never be disappointed. That's a good, like, little uh, tip for the guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're a little self-conscious about whatever, just be like, just just set the bar real low. Yeah. Just so low that no matter where... No matter what you reveal, it's always going to be better than what they thought it was going to be. <laughs> the, the, world, the world still never knows. Am I telling the truth? <laughs> the world still doesn't know. Oh, my God. Do you got any, like, well, you've, you've had, like, you didn't have, like, a girlfriend the whole time you were on tour. I remember you, you were, like, one of those... Oh. Hopeless romantics. Man, she's, I, you I always had girlfriend problems, a breath fall, fall, fall off, get heartbroken. He'd yeah. be uh, in shambles. The girl I was with, man, you know, the girl, a girl I was with was toxic. I know you're talking about. Yeah. I know you're talking about. Tell that it would just mess up my happiness. Y'all knew it, it wasn't me. Like it wasn't me. Right, right. And so the day, the day I decided to give her a call and say, "Hey, when this tour is over, I'm getting my things and going back to Texas." It was in Boston, and I went back in the, the office of the bus, and I, I gave her a call, and I was like, hey, like, this has got to come to an end. And I came back into the main area of the bus where I guess they are cooking breakfast or whatever, and I go, Troy, guys, and they're all like, what? And I'm like, I'm a free man in Boston. I'm a free <laughs> man. So, yeah. man. He's like, Let me set it here. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming, though. Like, she, yeah. You could just tell the shift because, like, Without the dynamic uh, in terms of the presentness of her, I could just tell, like, you were yourself. Like, you felt vibrant, you yeah. felt energetic, and it was something that was, like, somewhat draining, so I could tell it was... That's a really relatable topic, you know, because yeah. a lot of girlfriends, girls have friends that they see are in a toxic relationship, and they don't yeah. know how to, you know, tell them, and the, the friend is, like, kind of unconvincible, yeah. you know what I mean? So you kind of ha- have to let them figure it out on yeah. their own. It's a little bit frustrating to kind of like yeah. observe but yeah, there's almost nothing you could do about it you right. could kind of like give your two cents but she just doesn't want to yeah. you know hear it it's in one ear and out the other and then you know finally things come to light that that you know rose-covered veil or whatever yeah. of love gets lifted and then they get to see the truth that yeah. you've been trying to tell them the whole time and yeah. then all of a sudden they're like why didn't i listen to you Absolutely. in the first place so yeah. If you have yeah, friends that are li- that are trying to give you some advice, maybe take a little bit into of it into consideration bit, because yeah. you know, of course, you got to figure things out on your own. But just uh, we've all been through that. So much the insecurities of like the job that we have, but that I know that plays a part of it somewhat. But there's also like you miss that person, and it's like it's just hard to do that, and it's like then some. The, the I was lucky the girl I was dating, like she got what I did. She knew that, like, I wouldn't, you know, go meet girls or stuff like that. I'd come home to her. But but the insecurity, like, there was a little bit there where it was just like. I mean, naturally, yeah. yeah. Especially what we do. It's a little little bit bit taboo, taboo, I guess, in a lot of people's eyes. So it's one of those. It really has to be a unique situation for a girl to understand and put herself in a place of security. But it's also our job to make make them feel more secure, even within the situation itself. Right. So. Then that's what it is. But I do want to ask you this, Travi. What would you say out of the entire tour, your most memorable and favorable Travis moment? Texas Travis moment. Because I know I got mine. So after you go, I already know what he's going to say. I already know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, that was, that was just crazy because, like, not only was my mom there. 
Oh, so here I know. So explain for the audience. <laughs> he knows what we're both thinking. Explain for the audience exactly what you're talking about. You, know, like the, about. you see the first three or four rows, and, and, and then the rest just, like, disappears. But it's, like, especially it being in Dallas where I started, I'm not gonna lie. So for everybody watching, what he's referring to is when we did one of our biggest shows of the tour mm-hmm. in his hometown of Dallas, Texas, at the Verizon Theater, which is a seven thousand seat theater, and Crazy. we had that place packed. Crazy. And his your mom was there. It was like a big moment for you because I think that was your first time in Dallas with us, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We did it in a big way. Performing in Dallas, yeah with us yeah it was and, and it meant a lot because it was based off the very first club dance place i ever danced those guys that were there they didn't want to help you get better dancing they didn't want you to because you're at a set club and you're a threat to their money yeah you mm-hmm. and you know and yeah. they didn't want to see you get better you know yeah when you're on the road with, with a group of guys that are your friends they're new faces every day and it's, you know it's not like I'm going to, I'm going to get all the money and I'm going to hog it kind of thing, you know? So, you know, I love the fact that I was in Dallas and I'm sure that there were some ladies that were in attendance at the Verizon theater that's been to that club before. And they're like, this is some next level shit compared to that club, you know? And, I'm, and, and those guys, when I left that place to go venture out on my own, they were laughing and chuckling and they were like, oh, yeah, it's probably some, you probably go into some ring thing. <laughs> Absolutely. But it was so funny because the story of what that Dallas show brought was before everything leading up to it, this man Travis had this idea. And of course, we were all for it because he wanted to do it in the biggest way possible at the show. So it was one of those miles didn't know because. Yeah, they were hiding the shit from me. The show is his baby. So it was one of those, I need to know every detail. I need to know every detail. They're like, we got a surprise for you this show, Miles. Travis kept it for a secret. And it, was, it was so good that he did it because he didn't know how Miles will register. But basically, he had this idea that when he goes on stage, he'll just come out in this like. Texas uh, underwear with like this Texas cape looking like a Texas Superman. Yeah. And then this man. It was like, during the bow outs. I don't know how you. cowboy boots and that was it. And it, it was, was like the during that. Yeah. During the encore, the bow outs right at right at the end of the like the very end of the show. I don't know how you switched into that so quickly. You must have been wearing it under <laughs> your stuff, and then you threw no, the cape no, on. Because I, I like, like, I was get going through the line announcing, give it up one yeah. more time for this guy, give it up yeah. one more time for this guy, and then I turn around, I see Travis. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought it was perfect what timing. The- it was I was like, what the time. hell is that boy wearing? I'm like, all right, give it up for so-and-so, and then, yeah, give it up for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, that was perfect, bro. We did, we you did. The hometown hero from Dallas, that Texas. That was perfect. That wasn't that wasn't planned until that day. I was like, I wasn't like a oh, big really? advance look at the schedule and was like, oh, we're gonna do it. I was like, this is the day. I was like, we sh- I should get all the Texas shit that I can find. Yeah, it's a little spontaneous. It's a little spontaneous. And those those under them underwear, the Texas underwear, were a little bit tight. It was kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were a little small on you, bro. <laughs> yeah, just There's a video Hey, Travis, so let me ask you, brother, for anyone uh, that wants to know, how did Travis get started in dancing? How did yeah, how do you even get into this industry in the yeah. first place? I uh, I don't know uh, how to, I got like 9% on right here. I don't want to die on y'all, so I'll let y'all It's okay. Write it out kind of thing. Um, I, uh, I, I 
heard about, I, I used to work at a restaurant and uh, I had a Christmas party and took a date to this Christmas party. And I had this funny idea of like, I could be a male dancer. I've never even watched Magic Mike or anything like that. And I uh, brought a date to this restaurant I worked for and caught rumors that I might possibly do something like that. So I'm like playing beer pong out on the back patio. And then I hear the song, I hear it. And I can hear Pony from a distance. And this girl comes out there and she goes, come here, come here. I said, fuck you. I know, <laughs> I know what you're trying to do. And this is like kitchen staff. This is managers. This is hosts, everybody, servers. And uh, I said, if you'll get my date, if you can get her to sit in a chair, I'll give it a shot. And sure enough, she was like, oh, yeah, sure. So she jumped in the chair and uh, I started like dancing on her. And then I, I like leaned the chair back, but I had my belt. And right before this high school chair fell, I wrapped that belt around and I pulled it to me and it slid to me. And then I kept dancing on her and everybody, I, and then I look around at everybody. I mean, like 10 people have their phones. And I was like, I was like, you were good at that. Yeah, you should go try out. <laughs> so I went up, I went up to Dallas one day and I, I, uh, I was at this little dive bar that happened to be right beside that club. I took a couple shots. The bartender bought one on me. Now there, here comes the, the kicker. There was a couple ladies that were in that bar and I told them what I was about to go do. And I said, I got like $20 in ones and I gave it to one lady and I got $20 of ones and I gave it to the other one. My own money and I said look I'm gonna go and I'm gonna try out next door. I'm like y'all come in there and throw this money I just gave you at me so it, even if I bomb it it'll make me look good. So <laughs> so they, they, they sprayed this money on me and then the owner of the club came up to me and he goes the ladies seem to really like you. Do you want to uh, start with us uh, this weekend? And I was like, man, I just hustled this entire game. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yo, finesse at his finest. That's crazy. So I'm a, I'm, I'm a little smart when it comes to something. But you know what was so funny? Just the audition video. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, my God. I forget. <laughs> I forgot all about that. You sent me, like, an audition video, bro. And you know I, what I'm oh, talking about. Uh, my pink umbrella. My pink umbrella. It's still yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. It's still on YouTube if you go look for it. Is it on YouTube? It's on YouTube, I think. Oh, my God. So, so this man, Travis... He was trying to replicate. I don't know if he was trying to replicate Magic Magic Mike, right? No, he's trying to replicate. We had a Rain Man act. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Was it from that, or was it? It was from one of those, and he didn't have an umbrella at all. Like you, I think you were in the gym, and from what I use that 24-hour fitness, and I could remember that he didn't. He needed an umbrella because you wanted to do the audition video. Yeah. And you was you asked. I think it was like the front desk guy, something like that. If if you could borrow an umbrella from him or something, he have one. And he it was said, like, he said, uh, I don't have one. He goes, but he had his little daughters in his car and he went out to the car and got a pink umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. So you use it in the audition video. I think it was in the gym at 24 hour fitness, right? And this man had a little baby, a pink dotted umbrella, <laughs> but he was so On the basketball court where people were hooping. Yeah. <laughs> Shit was insane, bro. I, oh, I was man. like, man, this guy's a character. Bro, bro. that literally is I, the most legendary video, bro. <laughs> it's legend. Oh, Honestly. I don't want this thing to die on y'all, though. 
Is there? Do you have a charger that you can plug into? No. If, if I do, it, it wouldn't reach though. Shit. Oh, okay. Well, we're about forty minutes in. Mm-hmm. I do want to try to get at least an hour with you. Is, is there a charger you can borrow from someone real quick? What's up? Is there a I charger can go try you can to bar- grab one and see if it'll reach? But I don't think I even have one here. So I'm at I'm, I'm at the gym. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And I came here in the studio room. That's why there's an echo. Ah, uh, I feel Ah, uh, okay. Um, well, how, what's your percentage at? Five. Five, okay. Four. Uh, four. Um, one last thing, then. Yeah, let's, let, let's try to get what we can in. Mm-hmm. Um, see. I had it, it, I had it charged. It just says free. The LA thing. I'm not being here in LA. What's that? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about real quick about your um, your trip out here to LA and how that fell flat on its face. Because you, you were supposed, supposed to come, come out here and be a part of the whole residency yeah. thing, and, and then you came out here. You're like ready to move out to LA. You packed your bag. You're ready to go. You said, "Miles, I'm coming." And I was like, "All right, let's do it." And then you came out here, and then. <laughs> it, just, it wasn't just, your saying, I, I guess, at the moment. So overwhelmed with the, I don't know. I was in the Burbank area, like right down the street from Warner Brothers, and I was like, and, first off, and can I say the dirt, the, even the drive and the traffic, man? I, I hate Dallas traffic as it is. Oh yeah, y'all make Dallas traffic look like angels. Hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, you were warned about all this, man. I was well, like, dude. I knew about it. I, I knew about it, but also I was, you know, I, I also had to get a, another job on the side of that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that went well. I even. I yeah, even you had something lined up. You had a California. They had me take a piss test, uh, <laughs> the drug test, smoke weed. Test? I'm like, well, I thought I was in California. I thought I was okay now. Damn. <laughs> and so I did that, and I mean, I was ready to go and everything, but. Things just became overwhelming, especially with how I. Uh, yeah, can we talk about that? I want to talk about your whole. Let us in, Charlie. Let us in. We got. We got. We got to talk about this. This motherfucker, dude. So well, the way you the way you set the whole thing up was pretty slick, though. Actually, so so do you want to tell? Should I tell her? Or do you want to tell it? I mean, I'll tell it. I mean, I I was a. Uh, I was planning on coming out there, and I was planning on uh, I was rooming with with Vinny, and uh, yeah. that was what the initial plan was. But the plans changed because of I, I guess rooming things or something like that. Vinny was cool with it, but things, you know. So I had to find an alternative thing. I was like, dang, I thought I had a, a place to go, and you know, I toss you something for rent when I'm staying there. But when I'm like already like one third of the way there. And he's like, oh, yeah. So so then I started looking into different options. And I actually ran across somebody that was uh, cool. I mean, cool. It was a chick, dude. It was a chick, <laughs> yeah. and she, was, she was cool. And she straight up knew that there was not any intentions of any, you know, any funny business going on. And, and still room in there. And I'm... Um, uh, it was going well and everything, and uh, <laughs> it was going it just well. went sideways. <laughs> it went sideways. Where did you find Yeah, how'd you meet this young lady? Oh, gosh, I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is a stripped-down podcast. 
And and you you y'all even met her. You even met her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know the whole story. And I just wanted to know. Like, it was like me in Miami. It was just like a. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's a whole nother story you could talk about. Oh my god! So I'm. Can I tell the audience? A, a what? A, a <laughs> okay, so we met her online via Tinder. What a finesse! He got a roommate out of Tinder. That is I've never seen. Finesse. I've never seen anything like it in all my days. I don't know what well, juice well, you got, but you got it. Got it. He's like, you looking for? He's like, hey, babe, love to take you on a date. Nah, let's just skip the date. You want to be roommates? <laughs> I still I still talk to her. She's very sweet. And she just we all hung out and she just had a little bit too much one night and that happens to all of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shit went downhill. You're <laughs> oh, like, I gotta get out of here. So what happened right after that then? So I, I had a little photo shoot in Vegas, so it was a, a two and a half hour drive that, that next night and she I was up all night trying to take care of this girl and and she was just I guess she was blacked out. She didn't know. And I'm like, gosh, this is some bullshit. I gotta get up and drive to Vegas and I gotta I got I wanna have a good time in Vegas. And all I have is like two hours of sleep. And so yeah, that was that. And uh but we we buried that. She's still she's still yeah. everything. She I don't even think she's in Burbank anymore. I don't think she stays there anymore. That's funny, man. That you, you, that's funny that you compare it to the whole Miami situation. That's crazy. Because, man, me and Travis have a story of when we went to Miami together. I was staying down there. I was taking, giving myself like a little vacation. I'm staying at my, my sister's fiance at the time. He had a place in Miami, and when he's not there, he's like, "You can just go stay there if you want." So I'm like, "Bet I'm down. It's a dope little spot." I'm like, "I need a little vacation or whatever, get away." So I go to Miami. I bring a girl along with me that I was talking to at the time. And Travis is like, hey, man, I see you going to Miami. I was thinking about driving down. I think you were staying where? You were staying like Tampa. So you're like, I'm a, I see you in Miami. I'm down to drive down and hang out. I'm like, sure, man. Come, come on down. You know, let's have a good time. Oh, my God. What's the story? Tell me. This guy comes. So first off. The situation with me and the girl I'm with, okay, so this is this is the this is a girl that like like really kind of like broke my heart. And so it was we were already kinda of on shaky ground and I'm trying to repair this relationship that I have with her. Travis, you still there? I thought you were frozen for a second. He's just standing super still. And uh, so we're already kind of like in a very vulnerable situation. So, but I'm like, you know, it's not going to hurt to have Travis along. He's good company. He's, yeah. His girlfriend's cool. You, your girlfriend at the time, whatever. But, you know, that was the toxic one that you're talking about that you ended up breaking up with. But, um, so he gets there. I can't remember. It was like nighttime by the time you got, got there. We go out for uh, dinner, and then we, we come back, and we're having some tequila shots before we go out to go to the bar and whatnot. And Travis is making his shots and his drinks very strong. I'm like, yo, man. about doubles? Yeah, dude. This guy triples. He was doing them Texas triples, bro. I need to start drinking before you guys because it takes a bit to get me. And I started having those tequila sunrises. Oh, my goodness. Then we went at sushi and sake. And then after that, we got a tequila shot that was just 
Yeah, we were at the bar, and I, you know, I thought he was on the same level as me. I thought we started at the same time. Little did I know, he started before us. Oh, this was early. So I'm like, yo, if I could keep up, like, you should be able to keep up fine. No no problem. But after that shot, then we, like, I booked a, a reservation at another club. Before we even got to the club, we get out the Uber. This man was, like, done. He was blacked out. He was a mess. No, no, it was, it was we were in the Uber, and we got very, very lucky. The second that the Uber came to a stop and the door opened, projectiles. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and like what? I, I, felt, I started feeling a little, a little bit better at that point, but I'm surprised they still let us in. Yeah. But then you went in, he went into like blackout mode and started getting like, you know, you and your girl got into like an argument and I was trying to calm you down. And like it just basically became, you know, a night of like just trying to repair this like relationship that like this, this drama, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it was just like. The girls, I was like, I was like trying to tell the girls, go have fun, you know, let me take care of Travis and let me, you know, calm him down and whatnot. He, you know, Travis, though, he was, you were just out of your mind, bro. Honestly, I, I, I was like, I couldn't believe, I didn't, I didn't know who he was in the, that moment. He was just so out of his mind. And then ever since then, every, every time I see Travis with any sort of tequila in his hand, I'm like, don't you even think about it. <laughs> Don't, Don't give Travis no tequila. tequila. I'm not dealing. I get so robbed and upset any type of day. I was like, yo, I'm having PTSD from this. Yeah, I got fired. I got fired and rehired four times. Yeah, I like, dude, it was so intense because I couldn't believe how he was acting towards me and like how like just oblivious he was to like what his actions were like uh-huh. d- doing and it was he was he came on to me with some fighting words bro i was like bro you, you, you i gotta remind you yeah i'm not just your boy like you're, you're kind of crossing the line here a lot of it and you know so I, like i was like bro you might not have a job after this if you keep like this attitude it was yeah I, we've obviously made amends, yeah. you know, but it like... The liquor hit a little bit differently. Yeah, he was not the Travis we know and love in those moments. And right. I was just like shocked. I was like, I don't know. I mean, with emotions, like I do understand, especially with a relationship and then you add yeah. alcohol to the bit. I mean, it does, like it's one of those you can get out of your element very quickly, you know? We, we Yeah, we made up the next day that he came, <laughs> this guy, like I see him in the kitchen, he's like... I'm so sorry, Miles. I was like, don't worry about it, bro. I'm still pissed bro, at you, I'm, bro. I'm like, don't, I'm like, don't I, I, worry about it. I breakfast, and I was like, man, I was like, the the I worst part. Up for this shit. And then we, uh, we went to that Clevelander or whatever, but. Oh my! Yeah, I remember clearly. Yeah, the worst part for me, the re- it was just because I was already kind of like in a vulnerable situation with this girl. So like I, I really didn't want to mess it up. Yeah. Right. So yeah. then I was like, man, this is just kind of like ruining everything. And I was like, you're you're kind of being selfish, and not being like thinking about the people around you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I was, that's partly what got to me. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's whatever now because like me and the other girl like. Yeah, that never worked out, and it's like history. It's like way over it now. So yeah, but yeah, we made up, and uh, that's pretty crazy. That was a funny ass story. You know, thinking back now, we can laugh at it. 
mm-hmm. you know. But in the moment, it was like it, it, really <laughs> it takes, takes a lot for Travis to really get to that. I've never, I've never, never you know, y'all never, y'all never seen witness, me like no. I've, I've seen him drunk. I've seen him fucked up. Never had time to get that hammer. Really? Yeah. yeah, I've never it's seen like him emotional. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, not like, like the most consistent actual thing, like for you, you know. Yeah. So that's pretty, that's pretty crazy, crazy, bro. That's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. no, that was a good time, man. <laughs> we've had we've in the in the few years that we've been touring together. I feel like there's always a story with you, man. I remember you chasing the bus half naked, trying to catch the bus before bus call. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was uh that thing we did in Riverside. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that wasn't was a real, real situation? situation. No, that no, actually happened. Remember that was a that was a, a pilot thing. Remember? No, that, that actually happened, happened though with you. No. Yeah, I could have no, swore what? it was it was you. It was Uh-oh. it was somebody. Something's happening. I think we lost. I him. think his phones. Yeah, I think it's it's about dead. Shit, this man forgot to charge his damn phone. <laughs> Yeah, he's probably dead now. This man forgot to charge his phone for the podcast. Only Travis. Yeah, I mean, I guess he didn't have an outlet ready. It's all good. So uh, we're about, we got almost an hour, 50 minutes or so. Um, We might have to do a part two. Facts. We might have to do a part two to this another time when this man has a fully charged phone and an outlet that he can... His lighting was really good, though, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. At the gym, too. Yeah. I got to get him props for having some good light at the gym in this dark studio. So that was Travis. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to catch up with him a little bit. We'll catch up with him more because we know that we could definitely do a, a part two to all this. Absolutely. And uh, there's plenty of stories for us to share. Plenty and, of stories. Yeah, but no, th- <laughs> we touched on some good, like, little subjects there. Yeah, absolutely. I think... Um, what was it like for you having, like, a co-pilot like Travis? You know, I, I feel like it was very interesting because see, like, so we, we were so opposite. That's right. the thing. It's just like if you ever wondered what it was like to have two people from completely different backgrounds and mesh them together, like, no one would really know or expect what that dynamic would look like. Right. But it was something that was so unique. But at the end of the day, it was just like we both came in at the same time. We both came from the same group. And we both somewhat had the same mentality. Wait, you we guys worked in. in the same group together? Yeah. Wait, we, at the we, same it time? It was never at the same time. Oh. Because there was two different groups. It was an East Coast side and a West Coast side. Gotcha. I was always on the West Coast. He was on the East Coast. Until gotcha. that very last time. That's I crazy. Yeah. That's so, that's so. Because I, you know, what's crazy is that, like, I actually knew about Travis before he even came on. See, like, before, like, way before. And I'm oh, sure he shit. probably knew about me because they were, like, with the advertisement and everything like that with that old group. Yeah. They would put our pictures and post them up on IG for promo, this and that. So we would see kind of each other, like, on the page and stuff. So I knew of Travis way before, like, you know. So it was pretty funny that no when you idea. told me that, I was like, oh, shoot. Travis, come with Travis from that's, East Coast. That's insane. So it was pretty uh, weird how the universe kind of made that. I'm gonna, that I'm gonna text him right now and tell him, cause he his phone just died, so he's probably yeah. It's gonna take a minute to, to charge up though. I mean yeah, we'll do a part two another day. Yeah, yeah, we should. So we'll just leave it two. at that for now. Mm-hmm. So this is part one of the Texas Travis Chronicles. So, I like so it. we'll come back for part two with him. Probably like you know we'll try to schedule it soon so yeah. we could like have it follow up with him. Absolutely, um, ASAP. And then he got uh, something right there, but uh, 
Just wait on me, son. Thank you, bro. I got Pre- you. Appreciate you, I'm about to say, I can't let it just go there, bro. I had to let you know. Slick. <laughs> and um, I'll tell him right now. We'll do a part two soon. All right, bet. So, yeah, if anyone knows Travis bro. is a personality, we came on the same time. Oh, my God. This man is just the He's most. got plenty of stories. We just had to warm him up. This was a good warm-up yeah, for absolutely. him. Yeah, absolutely. It was yeah. such a great warm-up. Yeah, so. so we'll just leave it at that. Um, if there's anything you guys want to uh, have us ask Travis, I'm going to put the email right here. Boom. Ask away. We'll, we'll let Travis know, and we'll, uh, we'll get back absolutely. to you guys next time.